changing the narrative welcome to the first episode i literally have like almost been putting off filming this because how do you go about filming a first podcast episode like you guys are gonna have to bear with me while i kind of like come to grips with this whole thing but i also at the same time feel like i'm gonna be a natural at this because i can literally talk to a brick wall for hours like if there's ever an awkward silence just know i will be the one to fill it i can talk for england (laughs) so If you haven't already listened to the trailer, this podcast is kind of going to be like a self-help, mindfulness kind of podcast, but in no way am I saying I'm an expert. I just have had, I've always just had a little weird obsession with like self-help and mindfulness. I've read a lot of books, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos, I've listened to a lot, I was about to say I've read a lot of podcasts, see, you're going to have to get used to me like learning how to speak. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. So I just feel like I want to give my two pence and I want to try and help you guys. And basically we're going to start every episode with uh, like a little gratefulness session. I'm going to tell you some things I've been grateful for recently. Normally I would also start with a reflection of last week's journal prompt. So at the end of this, you're going to leave with a journal prompt and a mindful moment, like a little activity that I encourage you to do every day for the next week in relation to the topic we've talked about. So normally I would be reflecting on the journal prompt that I've given you, but obviously this is the first episode, so I don't have a journal prompt to reflect on. So we're just gonna go ahead and talk about some things I've been grateful for recently before we start the first episode, which is all about changing the narrative, which is kind of like what this podcast name and everything was kind of inspired by. So I thought it was only right to kind of chat about it for the first podcast episode. This honestly feels so weird, like just sitting here in my room talking like I know obviously I do YouTube if you've just found this podcast for some reason hi my name is Megan Short um I've been doing YouTube for literally like four years but there's for some reason it's quite weird not having a camera like I'm literally just chatting shit which I'm so excited about anyway what I am grateful for the last few days the last week the sun I don't know if everywhere in the UK has been the same or if you live somewhere sunny I'm very very jealous of you um but it's been so sunny recently and it is so nice yesterday I walked to uni with a little tiny vest top on and a denim jacket and I was hot. I literally took the denim jacket off on the walk there. I'm currently sat in like a sports bra and joggers and like I'm warm. I'm so grateful, summer is coming, spring is here. There is flowers, there is daffodils. I'm so here for it and it's actually making me so happy. Like it's actually really boosting my mood. Secondly, I'm so grateful for my friends. Yesterday I booked the most exciting summer trip ever. Um, I'm actually going to Bali for a month in June oh my god, with like my two best friends ever, and I can't wait. So I'm just feeling very grateful for them, and like just very grateful that number three, summer is close. Okay, summer's coming. You're probably gonna hear this every podcast episode for the next like seven weeks. I'm so close to finishing uni, and I am just so grateful. I'm just so excited about it. Um, So yeah, that is a big one that I'm just feeling like even more and more excited about every week, and also slightly more stressed, but we're not gonna focus on that. And then the last one has to be you guys. Like I said, if for some reason you're just listening to this podcast, we do have an Instagram at Life's Your Bitch and I have my own Instagram um, at MeganShortXX. And the launch of this podcast has just been so, so exciting for me. And you guys have been so, just so supported and supportive, supportive. Um, And you just seem just as excited as me and... I just can't wait and I'm just feeling super super grateful and super happy that like you guys have responded to this podcast in like the best way ever 
So they are the things that I am grateful for this kind of week. I do want to get these grateful kind of thing things I'm grateful for a bit more niche and a bit more specific as the podcasts go on because a lot of you always say to me as well, it's hard to almost think of things you're grateful for, not because there's nothing to be grateful for, but I feel like sometimes you have to get a bit creative, don't you? Like I can't just say I'm grateful for the son of my friends every single week because, you know, we need to be looking for new things to be grateful for. So I'm going to get a little bit more creative as these podcasts go on to inspire you guys too as well. But as I said, this podcast is kind of all about changing the narrative and like kind of reframing um, your mindset towards things. So like I said, for some reason, I'm like actually a bit nervous to film this podcast just because I have two notes pages full, full of things that I want to touch on. And like, I almost don't know where to start. So I feel like this is why I started a podcast to kind of have no rules. I don't really have a time constraint. If you don't want to listen to me talk for an hour, that's fine. But that's why I'm here. <laughs> this is what I want to do. Because I feel like on my YouTube, someone would ask me a question about this. I'd talk about it for about a minute and a half and then I'd have to move on because like I'm talking about a lot of like different topics in one video. Whereas now I have like an hour to talk about one thing. So if you like me and you like my voice, that is unbelievably good news for you. If you don't, God, this is probably the worst place for you to be. <laughs> anyway, changing the narrative. When I talk about changing the narrative, I'm essentially talking about just having a positive outlook on things, kind of just looking at things from a positive angle rather than a negative angle, which sounds very simple, sounds very like, okay, I can do that. But I actually think it's a really, really, really hard thing to do and a really great skill to have, but hard to develop, to frame your mind, to always be able to look at the good of a situation rather than the bad. But if you do develop this skill, like you can quite literally decide the path of your life and decide how it's going at every moment. I'm not saying you can create a brand new life for yourself and that like everything now is going to be okay, but you can almost decide that it's all going to be okay and create this brand new life literally just simply from the way you're looking at what's like what's going on. There's obviously a lot of quotes that kind of like show this. So, you know, one of my favorites actually is always whether you believe you can or you can't, you're always right. Um, I think changing the narrative and law of attraction comes really, really, really like hand in hand with each other. And I think I want to do a whole probably like six episodes on like law of attraction. I love talking about that. But um, yeah, I kind of think they go hand in hand with each other. So like that, like whether you believe you can or you can't, you're always right. So whatever you believe, whatever you put into the universe is going to be right. You know, you're kind of picking your narrative. You've already decided that you can't or you've already decided that you can. You're always going to be right. Obviously, a very like very well-known one glass is always half full or half empty it's however you decide to look at it that is like a very a very to the point kind of quote about what change of the narrative is because like <laughs> it's literally true isn't it like if a glass is half full or half empty it's like I don't know I just love that I think when you actually really deep that you're like oh yeah it's actually so true and that's how easy it can be to just like change the narrative of a situation um Another one, when you see the good, the good gets better. Essentially, I think this is uh, law of attraction. This is what I talk about. And this is how I kind of explain law of attraction to people. I'm not going to go into it too much, but it's basically about highlighting the good, isn't it? So whenever you're pointing out the good things that are happening, the good gets better. And all of a sudden, all of these great things are going on in your life. I'm going to quickly give this silly little thing that I thought of to kind of show you how easy it can be to kind of change the narrative. And rather than point out everything bad that's happened point out kind of everything good that's happened and trust me I am not perfect at this I am really really trying but let's say you've woken up in the morning okay your alarm's gone off at 7am 
you've woke up, you've got straight out of bed, you've washed your face, you know, got ready, showered, whatever you've had to do, you go downstairs to make cereal and you fucking drop it everywhere. There is cereal all over the place, fucking milk spill, like, you've got to leave for work in 15 minutes, like, what the fuck? And now, what a nightmare, you know, you've got to clean it up, anyway, you get your bag, your lunch, etc., and you leave. How easy is it to go into work that day or go into school, uni, wherever you are, and be like, oh, for fuck's sake, I've had, I've had the worst morning. Like, don't even talk to me. I was ready to leave. I was literally already on time, finally. Like, I'm never on time, whatever. And then my cereal fucking dropped everywhere. Like, are you joking me? I just had to clean up this cereal and this milk for, like, 15 minutes. And then I poured another bowl, edit, and now I've here. Like, I just, ugh. I, <laughs> I wholeheartedly would go into uni and be like, fuck's sake, like, don't, like, I'm in a shit mood now, like, I was leaving, and I was ready, and my CEO dropped everywhere, and then I had to waste 20 minutes of my morning cleaning it up, failing to realise, I got out of bed on time, I didn't snooze my alarm, I woke up, I got out of bed, I got ready, you know, I've got a cute face on, I've got a cute outfit on, I still managed to eat a bowl of cereal, and I'm still at uni on time, actually, I've had a great morning, I did all of the things I was supposed to do, on time, I'm here at uni, there was just a minor inconvenience. Like, really? <laughs> this is a silly example, but do you know what I mean? Like, really, your morning was fine. Really, there's not anything to complain about. You just had to clean up some cereal, which felt like, yeah, a bit of a nuisance at the time and whatever. But realistically, you've not, you've not had a bad morning. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's up to you to change the narrative of how that went. You can decide that you spilling your cereal was a bad thing, or you can decide that actually it didn't mean anything and it's fine and you're at work and it was just something that happened. I think that's the thing with changing the narrative. Um, kind of putting aside this thing of events in your life are good or bad, which sounds a bit like sad actually, like what, so I can never have a good event? No, but not like, I don't know, reacting so extra extravagantly to things sometimes. So I listened to this um, Stephen Bartlett podcast ages ago, Diary of a CEO, back when it was like, diary of a CEO, like back when he actually used to just read out his diary, it was like a year or two ago. Um, and he had this podcast about um, people and things never annoy you, like you annoy yourself. And I just thought it's not fucking true. And he was like, so someone hasn't paid you on time and you're annoyed because um, this company hasn't paid you and whatever and you're so annoyed at them and they've, they've really annoyed you because they haven't paid you on time. And he was like, well, you've annoyed yourself. All they've done is not paid you. And you've decided to be annoyed at that. And honestly, when I heard him say that, I was like, oh, fucking hell. I was like, yeah, that's actually so true, isn't it? So like your friend said something, and you're like, oh, they've really annoyed me. It's like, well, no, actually, they've just spoke. And you've decided to be annoyed about what they've said. Which is like a weird thing to get your head around. Because you could be like, yeah, well, they were so out of order and this and that and whatever. But like, really... Are you going to let that affect you? Because it is actually completely up to you to how you react. You can walk away and be like, okay, cool. You've said what you've said. Uh, I don't really care. You know, I'm not going to let it annoy me. Or you can walk away and just be so frustrated at your friend and annoyed at your friend and let it ruin your day. Literally just because someone's like spoke a few words. Like it's, <laughs> I feel like it sounds like a really stupid thing, but hopefully some of you in your head right now are thinking, oh yeah, that's so true. Like you being annoyed isn't a consequence of someone's actions it's a consequence of how you've decided to deal with their actions. Like your interpretation and perspective on like what they've done is kind of where I'm going with this whole change in the narrative thing. So he said in that episode, I remember thinking, God, this is extreme, but it's a good, it's a good uh, example of it. So 
he had these two people at work and all like one of his friends or whatever and basically one of them had missed a train and one of them had just found out that like something really horrible had happened to her brother i can't remember exactly either he had like an awful disease or he'd been like hit by a car i think he had like a i'm not gonna lie i think he had like a terminal illness which is obviously awful but he said the two people came into work the next day or he seen them and their reactions to the thing were so opposite so the girl who'd like missed her train was just in bits had acted like her world had just fallen apart clearly it was like a built-up like thing of emotions like sometimes yeah we react to missing a train horribly but it's normally because we've had a shit day to begin with like normally missing a train doesn't make you that upset um and he said the person who had had this news about someone in their family was just so calm obviously you have every right to be upset i'm gonna go on to that later like i'm not talking about suppressing emotions at all but he said this is when he realized that really it's not situations and things that annoy you and affect you it's your interpretation on them and how you decide to look at the situation because clearly in our heads one of them situations is worse right we all know which of the two we would rather experience we all know which person we'd rather be in that situation but he said the way from the way they reacted you would you would pick the other person because like the girl who'd missed her train was supposedly in bits anyway that's what i'm saying with you can kind of change your narrative so for example i feel like the word has been on top of me recently if you watch my weekly vlogs last week i was just like i have been defeated i was crying i was like the world is against me everything is going awfully for me and i was like that's not true i was like you're a little bitch that's not true and you know full well that that's not true and it just took me a minute i've got this book it's called like 365 days of happiness and it's just like what made me smile today and i was like i really need to use that more because realistically like one minor bad thing has happened to me today and i'm acting like the fucking world is against me when if i actually take a step back nothing bad's happened today i've lost an sd card and fuck me i'm not gonna lie it's not it's not the best thing to happen i don't really have time to refilm this video it's for a brand it's a bit stressful we've had to change the date it's gonna go live because i've lost my sd card and like today I was just finding it hard to be annoyed about losing my SD card. Like my boyfriend was trying to wind me up about like, oh, losing another SD card. And I was kind of like, yeah, like it's a bit annoying, but like I don't really have it in me to care right now. Like there's too many good things going on for me to make sense about being annoyed of, about losing an SD card, if you, may, if you know what I mean. So I've just launched this podcast. Me and my friends have booked this trip to Bali. I was like, yeah, losing this SD card's a fucking pain in the ass. But I was kind of like, I don't... I don't have it in me to be annoyed. <laughs> like there's too many good things. But really normally this would have ruined my day. Like this would have ruined my week. Like I've got so much to do now, but I just decided no, actually. Like it's not gonna annoy me because I just had to take a step back and be like, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. So yeah, you've lost an SD card, but like, are you gonna sit here and cry about it? Because there's nothing you could do. If you can't find it, you can't fix it. Almost like, again, if you can't control it, like just step away from it. I was like, what are you gonna do now? mope about be annoyed strop about for what because you've lost an sd card like look at everything that is going well and i think when i talk about changing the narrative that's kind of mainly what i'm talking about pointing out the good rather than the bad there's a whole kind of thing in like psychology like reframing so reframing the way you think about things which is going to be our journal task and our mindful kind of activity for this week but before we get onto that, that'll be right at the end of the episode. I've got a few more things that I just wanted to touch on. So like I just said, I think it's really important to realise and kind of like recognise and take away that I am not saying 
suppress bad emotions. You know, like I said, the person who had the awful news about her brother, I'm not saying, oh, but like, who knows? It could be a great outcome. Like, no, like you are so allowed to be upset. I'm never saying suppress negative emotions because as well, like the girl who <laughs> cried about her train, it's probably because she was suppressing negative emotions. She missed her train and now she's in bits. Um, everything builds up. I'm not saying suppress bad emotions. It's just kind of getting your head around the idea that life's events don't have a fixed narrative. Nothing is necessarily good or bad, which can seem quite sinister, but basically I'm not going to bother telling it, but there's this story kind of thing to get your head around changing the narrative in this whole situation about a farmer who gets a new horse and everyone's like, oh my God, wow, you must be so happy. Like you've got a new horse. And he's like, oh, like, no, like it, who knows if this new horse is going to be a good thing or a bad thing. And they're like, what the fuck is fucking weird. Like he's just bought a new horse and he doesn't even think it's a good thing. And then basically the horse does something that leads to like a bad event in his life. And everyone's like, oh my God, you must be so annoyed. Like you've got the horse, blah, blah, blah. And basically it goes back and forth with people thinking, you've got a horse, this is good, well done. Horse does something bad. Bad thing turns into good event. And everyone's like, oh, well done. And he's like, well, no, because like, do you know what? <laughs> Maybe I should have told the story, but it's basically that kind of like, I think everything happens for a reason. And that gives me so much like clarity and good and bad things that like, even when bad things happen, it happens for a reason. Something good might come from it. And it's that's essentially what the story was saying, but also the opposite, that what you see as good might also turn into bad. So kind of don't have <laughs> expectations for things. I was watching Diver CEO Live and he said that in one of his podcasts that happiness comes from events like exceeding your expectation, which is also why so many people are kind of so sad. And it's because we have these expectations for things or big goals that like we can't reach. So we never, we never get there. Like happiness comes from things exceeding our expectation. So we kind of shouldn't have any expectations at all to avoid that. But that's obviously a bit extreme and is a whole kind of different thing to what I'm talking about. But that just goes to back up, like I'm saying, life's events aren't always necessarily like labeled good or bad. Like if you stop labeling things with such a harsh, this is good, this is bad you'll find it a lot easier to change the narrative. So like I've lost my SD card, right? And I'm like, this is bad. You know, I don't have time. I need to film another video, blah, blah. And then I was like, is it bad? Because when I was filming this video on this SD card, I was thinking this isn't the best video in the world. So I'm like, me losing my SD card could be a good thing because now I can't upload the video. I have to push the brand deal back another week and I have to film it again. And to be honest, I've got more time to do it now. So I think how I've kind of gone about changing the narrative is stop giving things such harsh good bad labels and kind of letting them play out for what they are because I think as well another good thing to say is that like I like I said don't really see things as good or bad too much because I just trust the universe I just trust that whatever is happening to me and whatever path I'm on this isn't a good or bad event it's just like what is happening on my path to get me to where I want to or need to be so like I had this great kind of again another brand deal opportunity cancelled last week and I was in bits I was like well this feels like the opposite direction and I was like but you just don't know like it's not like it could be could be the opposite it could be the best thing ever like if I was on that trip and I went on this trip I wouldn't be filming this podcast my podcast launch would have been pushed back like at least one or two weeks and I'm like you just don't know how things are gonna end up so stop getting so caught up in them and getting upset by them and also getting very excited about them before they actually happen because you never know what kind of direction they're gonna take you 
but I like getting excited about things more negatively. Don't get too caught up about things that have happened that are really bad things supposedly in your day because you don't always know the outcome of them. I find a lot of peace in just trusting the universe and just, if you choose to see everything as kind of like a good thing, you've got nothing to lose. Like all you're gonna do is just be happy. So just see everything as like a good opportunity and just think, oh, it's a shame that didn't happen, but you know, this might come from it and it could be good in the long run. I don't know. I'm gonna just trust that it is good in the long run because you've literally got nothing to lose. You can either trust that it's good in the long run and trust that the outcome is gonna be positive from this negative things happened or you can just be upset that it's negative. Like you could always have a good thing to find in every event is kind of what I'm saying. So when I was doing some extra research for this podcast, I typed in changing the narrative and I seen this article and I just wanted to share this fact with you. Oh, sorry. Got an email from the library. Um, and the fact is Forbes did like a survey um, about people's outlook on life. And adults who had a positive view of growing old actually lived 7.6 years longer than those with a negative view on life and like growing older. Isn't that crazy? If that doesn't say like focus on the good and the good will get better, I don't know what will. If you're more excited to get old, you will literally live longer. (laughs) That blew my mind. If you take away anything from this podcast, that is that. If you have a good view on things, like they have no choice but to go well because you are looking at it from a good angle. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no room for it to go wrong if you're only choosing to look at it positively. So before I go on to answering some questions that you guys had on the topic, which is what I'm gonna be doing every week. Um, if you go over to our Instagram at Life's Your Bitch, every week there's gonna be a little question box at some point where you can ask any questions you've got on this week's topics. I think we've got a few, but before we move on, I just wanted to share this bit of research that I found on kind of like steps on how to rewrite your story. So this is kind of talking better as in how to rewrite your story as in like change your life and your kind of habits a little bit more, but I kind of want to tailor it to just having a little bit more of a positive outlook because I think like rewriting your whole story just seems a bit intense and we don't need that, you know, it's a Sunday. We're here to relax. Anyway, number one was to examine your habits. So we're going to talk about negative kind of thoughts and negative almost affirmations that you tell yourself so say I'm not enough examine what it is that you say to yourself examine where your negative thoughts are where your negative habits are mine is always oh I have to go to the gym today I have to film a video today I have to do this today and it's like no you get to I get to go to the gym today I get to film a video for my job today like I get to go to uni today so many people don't get to do that oh, I have to do a photo shoot today. No, I get to do a photo shoot for my uni degree. Like, that's so cool. Anyway, that's definitely mine. Mine is not even that I talk to myself negatively because, I don't know, that's never something I've really... I mean, I do, but not on, like, a daily basis. Like, I'm not someone who will, I don't know, really, really negative talk. I think my thing is I have to. I always say to myself, I have to do this, I have to do that, when really I should change the narrative. I get to. Anyway, that's mine. So step one is just to examine your habits. What is it that's kind of holding you back from changing your narrative? What is your most awful thing that you say to yourself or something that you say like the most? And then number two is obviously to practice this. So practice getting rid of your bad habits rather than um, adding new ones. So rather than adding in good affirmations, 
focus on changing your bad ones first because this will help a lot in the long run. Like there is no point adding in all these new steps and all these new goals and all of these new habits before addressing the ones that were holding you back in the first place. So step two is just to practice, practice, practice. Anytime you hear yourself saying these negative things, counteract it with a good one, just practice actually saying these affirmations out loud because then you will start to believe them. Number three is self-reflection. Are you actually doing it? How often are you doing it? And like, is it actually helping? Are you doing it enough? Just reflecting with yourself during the journey just to see if you're actually doing it because I think I am bad with that. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing so well, whatever. And then I'm reflecting, I'm like, oh, I haven't actually journaled or like meditated in like seven days. But in my head, I'm doing so well because I'm thinking about it every day. I'm like, oh, I need to meditate today. Like I'm doing so well. And then I'm like, oh, but you haven't actually done it anyway. (laughs) And then asking for perspective if you kind of don't trust yourself to reflect with yourself well enough or like true enough. Asking a friend or a family member like, hey, do you think I'm making progress in this? Like when I talk to you, do I seem like I'm have a more positive outlook or like what is it that you think I'm still need to work on or what negative things am I still saying do you still notice me saying them number four kind of goes hand in hand with that which is um surrounding yourself with good people making sure you've got people around you who are also trying to lift you up who aren't kind of talking negatively to you and just like good people who you can just have a good time with because that makes it a lot easier to be in a positive mindset and then number five is just to keep on taking risks so keep on doing this so once you've mastered changing the way you talk about your body let's move on changing the way we talk about our day in general or how we talk about the work we have to do or how we talk about anything anything that has to do with us just once you've completed one don't get comfortable keep doing it tackle another one this is the thing i think with self-help and self-care it is not easy it's actually quite draining and can be quite time consuming but it is so worth it because imagine you've done all this work to tackle the first one the second one's going to be easier third one's going to be even easier fourth one you're going to be a fucking pro it's going to be like magic and then before you know it all of that work that you put in that seems so hard now you've got a gorgeous outlook on life and nothing can affect you because when you're good on the inside like if you're really 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 truly good and you have a great outlook on things and like you just know that like nothing's ever going to be that bad like you can make it out of anything nothing can really affect you that much outside things or like let's say you are you have really been working on your affirmations for your body like you are so confident now to the point where like do you know what i mean like it's ingrained in your soul like i am so confident now nothing anyone else says about your body should be able to affect you because you're like well, that's just your perception of me that says a lot more about you than it does about me someone's outlook shouldn't on you shouldn't be able to affect you so if something bad happens in your day it shouldn't you should be able to be at the point where it's not affecting you because you've worked so hard basically what i'm saying is self-care can be hard and it can be time consuming and it can be draining but it can be so so worth it if you just like a few of them steps reflection am i really doing it and then practice and then also just like keep doing it again and again with different aspects of your life and before you know it like you'll be this shining positive goddess (laughs) and it will all be worth it just just so we're clear i am not beautiful shining goddess just yet i will get there too we will get there together so when i'm saying these things do not think (laughs) that i'm doing these five steps every single day and i am a miracle worker I'm definitely not. I'm definitely getting there and I'm definitely improving. So like right now, I feel like I'm really improving on like my outlook from day to day life. So once I feel like I've really nailed that and I can have a day where something bad happens to me and I can move on and it doesn't affect me, 
this is when I need to do step five. Okay, let's tackle something else that I talk negative negatively about. So let's talk about, I don't know, what do I talk really negatively about? I'm quite bad with like my time. I'm always like, I have no time. Like, I feel like that's quite a good one. Or like stress, I'm not very good at managing stress. So like that would be a good one to move on to next. It's so funny because I have literally no idea how helpful this has been, how much I've rambled or how much I've stayed on topic. But I'm hoping you guys kind of get the vibe from this first episode. Like I'm not here to give you like immensely profound advice that like, I didn't see like, does immensely even make sense in that sentence? Like I'm not actually even sure. Um, But yeah, like my aim isn't to sit here and be like your therapist because I also don't really know what I'm talking about. I just like the idea of having this space, being able to rant to you about it like that, like being able to rant to you about, yeah, it is fucking hard. And like, I can't be asked to do that this week, but maybe we can keep each other accountable and go on this little journey together. I really wanna make a closed Facebook group. I think it's definitely something I'm gonna do because like I said, I'm gonna be giving you these mindful moments kind of every week and I'm doing them too, don't be fooled. Like I am trying to do these mindful moments every single week. They're not all necessarily things that I already do. They're things that like I have found helpful from either personal experience or I found on the internet is like a good thing to do just from research. So I'm gonna be doing these too. So I just think, even though I can keep you accountable on the Instagram, a closed Facebook group of just like all girls and guys, of course guys welcome, um, just trying to like better themselves and all talking about like, oh, how did you find this week's tasks? Oh, I thought it was quite hard. Like I couldn't really find the time for it or I didn't know what to, I didn't know how to get started on this journal prompt or just like tips and tricks or just people just talking about this stuff. I just think that could be a really nice idea, just a closed Facebook group. Cause then you know as well, like you're kind of safe. Everybody in there has joined it because they've got an interest in bettering themselves. Because I feel like sometimes it can be a quite daunting thing to talk about because it's also quite daunting just putting it out there. Like, yeah, I'm trying to better yourself, like myself even. And then I don't know, like your friends being like, no, you're not. Like you did this the other day. Like <laughs> it's quite a daunting thing to just be like announced to the world. So I don't know, I just think that's a really nice idea, especially with these mindful moments, keeping us accountable, talking about them, talking about our journal prompts, how we found it, just like even writing what we're grateful for on there, tips, tricks, advice, anything else any people have. So let me know if you would join that because I'm so unbelievably keen to get that started. But we are gonna go on to some questions now. So I think people didn't quite get the idea of what I was asking because that's obviously the first episode but when I'm asking for questions I'm asking for questions about this topic so I think as well if it's not a topic you've kind of heard of or you've not thought much into it's obviously quite hard to ask a question on it but I just want to open open the floor to any questions in case there is any and then I don't know my main aim for this podcast is just to actually help you guys not just throw advice and facts and like random stuff at you like I don't want you to leave being like, that was a lot of information. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> so if you have any questions about it, I wanna try and help you. Um, so I'm gonna go through them now and pick out some questions. It's also probably worth saying, so me talking about these questions, every fourth kind of episode, so every month, every four weeks, I'm just gonna do like an open advice session because I love doing them on like my YouTube and you guys seem to always really enjoy them. And it's just a bit more lighthearted, a bit fun, gives me some more content to talk about. I can actively help you guys, like I just said. Um, I'll do some research on the questions that it is you're asking, try and find something that's actually helpful, not just like personal experience. So yeah, every four weeks there will be an advice session where you can kind of just ask me whatever you wanna ask me. But the first question I'm gonna go in with is how do you handle days where changing the narrative feels impossible? So like I said, this last week was me. I was crying my eyes out. I was like, the fucking world is against me. (laughs) 
honestly, I was being such a little bitch, but like I let myself just have my moment. That is the most important thing. I let myself just cry. I let myself just feel like, okay, the world's against me, go on. You just, you have that for half an hour, two hours. I mean, it was probably about three. And like, I just cried and I was like, I'm defeated. Like nothing wants to go my way. I'm obviously just not meant to be doing this stuff. And then once you've done that, sorry, I just banged my phone on the table. Once you've done that, you can then kind of like step out of it. And like, you almost kind of sometimes see, in my case anyway, like, oh God, that was like, I, definitely my case. I was like, God, that was a bit dramatic. God, did you see that show I put on? <laughs> but sometimes I think in the moment, no matter how extreme things feel, like just let it feel extreme, just cry, okay? Just do it, just cry, just have your bad day. But then I think it's important to pick yourself up. I don't think it's important to go and like run and change. And like I said, toxic positivity and act like everything's okay when it's not, we're not suppressing negative emotions around here. That is something I will never encourage you to do. Once you've had your cry, once you've had your minute, something simple. So changing the narrative. So you think you've had a really, really bad day. And you know what? It probably genuinely feels like you've had a shit day because that happens a lot. Like I said, life's a, your bitch, but life's also a bitch sometimes. Like it just is. So we're trying to change the way we're looking at it. So we're going to lie down in bed. Like I said, my book, I've got 365 days of happiness. Ideal place to start. You don't need the book. You can just write it on a normal notebook. It just says things that have made me smile today. I want you to sit down. You can give me one. You can give me two. You can give me three, four, five, six. You can give me 20 things that have actually just made you smile today. Tia actually first ever said this to me. And she was like, I just think of things that have made me smile today. And she showed me her notes. And it was like, my salmon that I wanted to eat, but I thought was out of date, wasn't. I was like, that is so lovely. You know, at the beginning when I was talking about sometimes you have to really get creative about what you're grateful for. I think a nice way to look at it is like, what actually just made me smile today? So like sometimes me and Lou will have a coffee in the morning and we're like, that is the perfect ratio of coffee to milk to caramel. That is perfect. Write that down. Like that is valid. If it has made you smile, if it has made you had a good day, write it down after you've had a bad day and it feels impossible to change the narrative and it really feels like nothing's going your way, just sit down and list some good things that have happened to you today. On my way to uni, someone opened the door for me. That's lovely. That made me smile. Little things, I think really, really little things is the way to start. And it's the little things I think that can make all the difference as well. Because when you sit and really think about all the little things, you're like, oh God, it was actually quite a nice day. I actually smiled quite a few times. <laughs> So someone here has asked on my view on toxic positivity and I hope from even just this first episode you can kind of get my view on it because um, I think like I said I've always had such a passion and interest in this kind of like field is that the right word like this these topics self-help mindfulness from literally the age I was probably I don't even know like 14 15 I feel like the self-care bubble entered um YouTube and my next episode is probably going to be on how self-care isn't a face mask. But anyway, I feel like I was there when the toxic, toxic productivity era, does anyone remember that? Anyway, toxic positivity as well, um, was quite prominent. I feel like, and it was really bad and I'd be upset and I'd be like, oh, you've no, stop it. Like, you've got so much to be grateful for. Like, oh no, I've had such a great day. Like, I can't think I've had a bad day. I really don't want anyone to ever walk away from this podcast and think that it's been toxically, toxically positive. Does that make sense? Um, and if you think it has, please actually genuinely, I'm not even just saying this, please DM me and tell me kind of like what parts and like, cause like I said, we're on this journey together. I never want to throw advice at people that's going to make anyone feel worse. But like from the answer to the last question, I hope you can kind of see 
my view on it. I do think it is very toxic. I think it's very toxic to not allow yourself to be upset, not allow yourself to have bad days because then as well, like you do need that balance. Bad days show you how good the good days are and you don't have to say that a day wasn't bad. I know I said earlier about not kind of labeling things as good as as good and bad and I do still agree with that. But um some days you do have a bad day. Like we're probably all mostly girls here. My following's like 90% girls. Our period can make us have a bad day for no reason. We're just sad and that's like okay. Um so yeah, we are not one for toxic positivity around here and I really do hope that you guys get that vibe from me. If you don't, like I said, please actually just DM me and be like, mm, this that you said was a bit off. Like, I'm not even joking. I would actually really quite value that. So there is actually two more questions that I want to touch on. So one of them I found, well, I found them both very interesting. So one of them says, how do I know a change is going to be what I need is gonna like give me what I need. So how do I know a new job or deciding to date someone or a new boyfriend is gonna kind of like, is what I need? And the answer is it's it's not. When I say changing the narrative, I do not mean changing your life path. I do not mean, oh my God, yeah, girl boss era, like we're gonna become self-employed and we're gonna start a business and we're gonna get a new job and we're gonna quit our jobs. Like that's not what I mean when I say change the narrative. I do not mean wake up tomorrow morning and completely change your life. I literally mean wake up and try and see the good things over the bad or try and reframe the bad to see how they could possibly have a good outcome. I am such a strong believer in, and I think I am probably the worst, one of the worst people in the world for this, waiting on like an external or an event in the future that is gonna make me happy. I am like, oh my God, when I finish uni, I'm gonna be the happiest girl in the world. When I finally travel, I'm gonna be the happiest girl in the world. When I finally move to Manchester and I'm like, I can literally see my path. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna finish uni. I can't wait, I'm gonna be so happy. I'm gonna finish uni. I'm gonna be like, oh, I can't wait till I'm in Bali in a month's time, then I'll actually be happy. And then I'll be in Bali probably thinking, all right, okay, I can't wait to go on my other holiday though. Or like, okay, no, I can't wait till I'm just settled in Manchester. Like that'll be a lot easier. Like I can literally see my path of always waiting for the next thing. And I just wanted to make it really clear in this episode because I feel so strongly about this waiting for a change to make you happy. That is not at all what I mean by changing the narrative. I do not mean wait for a change. I do not mean like change the narrative or the path in your life to be happy. I simply mean change the way you look at your at day-to-day things that are happening, at daily activities that are already happening in your life. I just mean change the way you're looking at these events. I do not mean like oh, well, if you change your job or if you change this, you'll be happy because I actually just don't, I don't believe that's true. I mean, in some cases, yeah, it's obviously true. If you're in a horrible, horrible, horrible job and you actually don't like what you're doing and you're going to get this new job and you actually enjoy what you have to do day to day in this job. Yeah, obviously that's probably going to make you a bit happier. But I do genuinely in my heart believe that you could be almost as happy in that bad job as you could in this new job. Like obviously the thing is, I think this is the thing. It's, it's going to be easier to be happier in this new job because it's something that you actually want to do. But I really do think if you like, like I said, it's hard, like it's not an easy thing, but if you really, really tried to work and really tried to reframe the way you're looking at things in this current job, you could probably be as happy as you would in this other job. The only thing is it's going to be harder. It's going to take more work. So yeah, just know that is absolutely not what I mean. And I don't think you need a change in your life to try and be happy. Even though you will definitely hear me say, oh, I can't wait to be in Bali. I'm going to be so much happier. Like I said, it will just be easier for me to be happier because I'll be on the beach 
in Bali with my best friends. I won't have to think about being happier. But if I really wanted to be that happy now, I could probably try. It just takes some work. And like, no one wants to work to be happy. And let's be honest. Well, I can't say let's be honest because I don't think I've truly got there. The ease in happiness seems like it would be happier than working to be happier. Does that make any sense? Um, but yeah, that's not what I mean. Anyway, the other question said, um, I can't find it right now, but it basically said how to change the narrative. Oh, how to change the narrative when people already have a fixed perception on who you are. And I was like, oh my God, how interesting. Because this is something I think about a lot. Um, how, I don't know, I heard this thing once and it was like, no matter who you think you are, no matter how many times you try to reinvent yourself or whatever, like everyone in the world has a different perspective on you. Like no two persons perspective of like, no two people that know you will have the same um, perception of you or like perspective of you. Like to one, you're, you're a villain in someone's story, you know, but you're the best friend in another. Like no one, you can't dictate how anyone sees you or anyone's perspective on you. So if people have this perspective on you that you're, I don't know, boring and you don't go out and you know, I don't know, whatever. And you want to be this like crazy fun woohoo girl. That was just like the first thing that came to my head. Like, don't let someone else thinking, oh God, have you seen Molly? Like Molly started going out loads. That's not really like Molly. They don't know who Molly is. You know who Molly is. You know who you are. Like fucking Simon doesn't know that you don't go out and that's not what you like. Maybe you've just never felt comfortable to go out and express who you are and do what you want to do. Don't let these people's perspective of you diff like change how you want to act and what you want to do and how you want to, you know, change your narrative because their perspective of you is never, ever, ever going to be like true. No one is ever going to have the same perspective of yourself that you're going to. And that's just because they're not in your head. And as much as you would like to hope that people do and change the way people think and show yourself, like show yourself and do whatever so that people think of you in the way that you want them to, like realistically they probably never will and it actually doesn't matter if they do or not because this is your life that you are living for you so if you want to wake up tomorrow and for example let's say i don't know you're known as like the moody person in school who never speaks and you wake up and you think well this isn't true to me you know i want to change the narrative i want to go into school today and i want to like be happier and i want to be more talkative and i want to do whatever i want like don't let people thinking oh she's weird like she never does it she never speaks to me change you doing it because Oh, fuck them. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are other people who actually cares. What You're you're seriously going to tell me you're going to let other people stop you from doing what it is you actually want to do. You're telling me you're going to sit on your rocking chair when you're 80 years old and be like, oh, yeah, I never changed my narrative because I was scared that Simon would think it's not really true to me. Simon doesn't know what's true to you. You know what's true to you. I don't know the idea of, like, letting other people stop you like oh god I can't tell you how much it frustrates me because I've been there I didn't start YouTube for I'm not joking about six years because I was just like oh god like people are gonna think this people are gonna think that people are gonna think whatever I sit back now and I'm like imagine imagine I never did I wouldn't be chatting shit to you guys I wouldn't go be going to Bali with my mates in a month I wouldn't be making videos I wouldn't be working with amazing brands I wouldn't have opportunities that I've had like it's actually crazy once you make one of them steps to think imagine if I didn't because of literally what that boy in school was going to think of me. Again, that was probably a ramble, but I think the idea of people's perceptions of you is just one of them things that, like, really, like, I don't know, like, books me out. <laughs> I never say that word, but I feel like that's the best way to put it because I'm like, 
we're worried about someone's perception of us when their perception isn't even right. No one has the same two percep- like perceptions on us. So, like, I don't know, like, what are we trying to prove almost? Do you know what I mean? Anyway, my journal prompt for you this week for changing the narrative, it's less of a journal prompt than, like, a question. It's like a journal activity, I guess. So I want you to reflect on your day today. When could you have changed the narrative, okay? Whatever day you're listening to this, reflect on your day, write kind of down, write down straight away, how was your day? In your mindset right now, how was your day? Was it shit? Was it good? Did something bad happen? Did something really good happen? And then I want you to think, all right, how could I have changed the narrative? What activities here, if there is any, hopefully you've had a bloody wonderful day, I hope you have, very quick journal activity for you. If there's any activities that kind of put you in a bad mood or you thought, oh God, I wasn't really, wasn't very productive there. How can you change the narrative? Um, so I wasn't really productive, but you know, my body deserved a rest and I'm okay with that. I'm not going to beat myself up about it because clearly it was needed. Clearly I wasn't in the headspace to be productive and that's okay. Kind of like reframe that thing that put you in a bad mood. So rewrite your day, really notice every little good thing that's happened. If you've had a really bad day, I want you to actually turn the page and rewrite your day. Rewrite, don't make it up, you know? I'm not pre- I'm not asking you to pretend that good things have happened in your day. I'm just asking you to really, really look. This is the thing of changing the narrative. We're not pretending, you know? We're not pretending we've had a really good day when we haven't, when we, yeah, when we haven't. <laughs> we're not pretending that like, I don't know, something really good happened. We just pretend, no, we're not pretending, fucking hell. <laughs> I shouldn't have a podcast. I can't speak English. I don't want you to pretend. I want you to just notice. I want you to think back and think, well, actually, when I went to uni, I didn't have to use my card to get in because someone held the door open for me. Or actually, on the way home, that girl across the street smiled at me. And that was quite nice. I had a nice Pepsi Max today and it was f- fresh out the fridge. It was freezing. Or my dinner was actually nicer than I thought it was going to be. Or my friend bought me a chocolate bar. Or do you know what I mean? Like, just I want you to really, really notice every little thing that's happened. Or my the sun shone in my room in a beautiful way and it made a cute pattern of the window on my bed. I'm asking you to look at the most minuscule things in your day that have happened that you can try and change the narrative with. Because I do believe if you really, really, really want to, you could change like the narrative of every day and rewrite it to look at all the good. Like I said, I'm not asking you to not be upset. If something's happened and you want to be upset about it, cry. All right. And then once you've had your cry, you can be like, all right, was it, was it that bad? And if it was that bad, cool. Do you know what I mean? Cool. You don't have to try and rewrite it. If you've had a shit day, (laughs) And it was a shit day and you want to rip the page out of your book and forget about it. Fine. Because it can be, like I said, draining. It's hard. It's emotionally draining. But if you think you've got it in you, just try and see one thing, one thing good that's happened that day. That's my journal prompt for you. Try and rewrite either today or a day you've had recently that was a bad day. Try and notice the good things that have happened. Or if you've had a good day, write out all the good things that have happened. That's my journal prompt for you. And our mindful moment for the week, so something we're going to try and do every day for the next week, is write an affirmation. So like I said, I can't remember, probably about 20 minutes ago now in this podcast, find out what your kind of worst or most used negative affirmation is. You know, what do you find it really hard to change the narrative about? So like I said, I am not very good with, oh, I get to go to the gym today. Oh yeah, I get to go into uni today finally. You know, I've not been able to go in for two years. I'm not bad. I'm really bad at that even. So that is going to be kind of my affirmation. I'm going to write down the three things that I say I have to do most of. So my top one is always, I have to go to the gym. Well, actually, 
really like going to the gym. There's also going to be some examples of this over on our Instagram at Life's Your Bitch if you want them. So like I said, sometimes it takes someone pointing out something to you be like for you to be like, oh yeah, I actually say that sometimes. So there's going to be some examples over there. But I basically want you to rewrite an affirmation. So I'm not enough. I'm enough and I'm learning and I'm growing every day. Or I'm not comf- or my body is this, that or the other. Just simply, my body does so much for me. You know, then just say that three times every day for the next week. If you're someone who's got quite negative thoughts about their body, I want you to rewrite it. And even if you don't want to sit there and you don't want to say, my body's beautiful, I'm not asking you to love your body straight away. I'm just asking you, I love my eyes, I love my eyes, I love my eyes. Every day. Just try and point out something good over something bad every day, three times a day. So say the affirmation or write the affirmation three times every day for the next week. Please, please, if you're listening to this, please try it. This is something that I'm not going to lie. I've never actually done consistently. I've never really been an affirmation person. I've got an app on my phone. I read a few every day. I'm not one for an active affirmation every single day. So I'm going to try. Because there's a lot of things on the internet that's like, well, affirmations will change your life. So we're going to see, all right? We're going to put it to the test. I have high hopes. I'm not going to lie. If done well, I have high hopes. So that concludes the first episode Fuck knows if you enjoyed it. Fuck knows if it was helpful. Hopefully it was. The idea is obviously to be very helpful, but also very chatty, light-hearted. I want you to be able to listen to this on your walk and enjoy it, not walk away thinking, God, that was an intense self-help chat. Anyway, so I do hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, I would love nothing more for you than to leave a review. What? I would love nothing more than for you to leave a review. If you're on Apple, if you're on Spotify, follow us if you're on Spotify. I don't know what you can do on Apple. Can you download, but also takes up storage. So, you know, fine, fair enough. But if you can, yeah, please leave a review. It'd mean the world. And I will see you next Sunday with a brand new episode. As I said, make sure you follow our Instagram to, for me to keep you accountable during the week with your mindful moment. But yeah, I will see you next Sunday. Thank you for tuning in for the first episode. This was so weird to film. <laughs>